0: Hey! Great to see all of you. I can't see you, but I wish that I could. I imagine you. Don't worry. It's not creepy. It's kind of creepy. It's not creepy. It's not creepy. Okay. <laughs> today. Today we're talking about the process of getting back to a place of doing. And the reason that we have to get back to that place is it becomes a bridge to the being or the peace, happiness. Because we know right? The happiness is not some destination on the horizon. Happiness is what we're experiencing right now. And if you're choosing not to experience that, know that it is an active choice. And we understand maybe why you aren't. Because you've been forced to live in these containers as a very small portion of your entire being. And so we're breaking that down today. We're talking about the importance of full expression of self. the importance of you experiencing the world as your entire being, not as these perfectly contained little pieces of yourself being expressed and bubbling over here and there and everywhere. We want to create a consistent line. We want to experience life peaceful and rather undramatically. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be, but this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing we've been recording, and so I'm excited to be going into Season 3. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from Season 1 to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in Season 3, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started At around the age of 30, recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three, and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. welcome to the death of a dream podcast let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness so my great thing is right at about the time that i had my alarm go off this morning at three thirty, i was sitting in meditation i got out feeling grateful for my life for my two children i went into their room to just cover them up and both of them woke up both. And I regretted going in for the cover-up immediately, but usually they're pretty sound sleepers. And I was like, okay, this timeline's going to be okay. We're going to put them back to sleep. I'll just lay down with them for a little while. It'll throw off our timelines, but I'll have time to think about what the timeline needs to be in this instance. In this new way of life right now that we're about to experience. So, I laid with them. They were not falling asleep at all. They were bouncing. They were crazy. And eventually, I was like, I'll just outlast them. I can do this. I was made to do this. Let's get these babies back to sleep. No one. There's no one that can be set up for a good day with these children. If they wake up right now, this is not a good instance. So we laid down. I just let them keep getting bored. I pretended that I was asleep and did not fall asleep, which is extra bonus points for me today. And finally, after a lot of tossing, turning, spinning, hand holding, they fell back asleep. So I carefully crept out of their room closed the door, crept downstairs, and got into my normal routine. And I turn to take the dog out, and I'm greeted by a tearful eight-year-old who is just beside herself for a bad dream that she had. this point I can't even think about how I'm going to get all the things done that I need to get done on this day where things need to fall in line and stay on schedule more than any other day in my week this day and I'm like okay let's just let's go lay back down right here with you we're right here in this moment you're not in that dream anymore let's go lay back down so I got her to lay back down Then we make our way to the couch and we are greeted by her five-year-old sister yay and both of them are ready to be awake and we lay back down i lay there with them on the couch my five-year-old just sits up for a while as if resisting sleep finds a remote thinks that she's going to turn on this tv And she is greeted by a very unwilling mother to allow that to happen. And eventually, both fall bored and fall back to sleep. And I had to change my timeline. I definitely didn't get all of the things done that I normally do, which include just a a lot of daily practice things, Um, reading, journaling all things. Okay. I didn't get all those things done. We didn't get a workout in and we're still going to be okay. We'll find somewhere to make that happen. But that is my great thing. I got those children back to bed sleeping, not in their beds, but they're on the couch and they're asleep for right now. You may hear them pop in later who really knows? By the way, if that's what you hear, some weird audio, usually it's my five-year-old popping into... I don't know what she thinks she's going to find in here, because it's usually the same thing. Me turning, ushering her out of the room, and her going back to lay down, but nah, she must think that maybe there's a surprise on the other end. There usually isn't. And so she always pops in here, and... That's always the kind of creaking noise that you hear would be the door opening, usually towards the end of the show. And then usually I get her out of here with no interruption, but always a slight interruption because the pause, the disruption of the door and the child usually sends me out of tapping into kind of this stream. So that's my life. I can't really... Have it happen any other way. This is the reality that I'm standing in. This is the reality some of you are standing in. There are things that are always going to be presenting as an opportunity to (laughs) push forward, anyways. And sometimes you're going to find your strength to do it. Sometimes you're going to lay down, you're going to get those kiddos back to sleep, and you're going to bebop onto your day. And sometimes. It's not going to go so swimmingly. And you're going to find every excuse and reason for why you can't. Why you can't be on time. Why you can't stay on schedule. Why you couldn't record the podcast or write the book or start the business. There are always going to be a million reasons why you can't. Always. And there's always going to be one reason to come back. And that's you and your truth and your expression of that truth. And that's why I keep coming back here, good friends. This is an expression of the authentic, true life that I'm living. And it's real and it's real time and it's, it's magical, in fact. And I I couldn't imagine waking up any other way right now and so we find a way to do it we find a way to get it done (laughs) we find a way to get those kiddos back to sleep and move on or not and watching something on tv and move on because we're just the makeup right we're just the makeup of what we do the most in this life and We're going to break that down a little bit today, interestingly enough. But that's where we're headed. If you want to do something, you can. If you want to do something, you can't. You have two answers to that equation. But what always remains is the want to do something. So my error, always err on the side of caution. Always err on the side of the doing. Just do. Keep coming back. Keep getting up. Keep figuring out how to make this happen for yourself, for your life, for the reality that you want to create. And just always stick to the doing. All right, that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your great thing. Did you get some kiddos back to sleep? Did you journal? Did you sleep in without an alarm today? Oh, yum. Did you wake up excited for something, even though you haven't in a while? Did you get a new pair of earrings that you're going to wear today? Did you get a new pair of... Shoes, a new wallet, a new hat. What's exciting you today? What do you feel great about today? That's what you're going to use as fuel to reflect on what makes that feel great. Why it makes you feel great. Okay, so today I have been expanding on chapter two, which is talking about the movement of the the death of a dream because it isn't just intended to be a podcast that hits you and then lets you stay sitting. The death of a dream is is forcing discomfort in the life that you know now and pushing you to live life on your terms, to decide what happens from here. And so I'm breaking down a little bit of what I know to be true now. And I will say that the death of a dream very much started in the doing space. And admittedly, that was all that I knew was the doing. The only way that I could really describe what I wanted was saying that I wanted to be happy. And that was the the only language that I had access to at that point. If I could describe it some way, it was just happiness all the time and a lot of people would react to that and say well (laughs) okay Hannah that's not really how the world works you can't only experience the light it takes both you are not wrong but can we only call in good situations can we just be happy not the toxic kind of happy, where we just force ourselves to feel something we're not feeling, but like a general undercurrent of happiness in everything that we do. I wanted to be a light. I didn't want to be darkness. i didn't I didn't want to draw light out of people. I didn't want to ruin things for people, to ruin people's ability to go chase something. I wanted to build, to help, to to bring out the light, not to put it out. And so when I started on my adventure, the the basic premise or where we were hoping to get was happiness. Because I could experience happiness, but it was always fleeting. And it always felt like it was, it was running or it was, it was going to be out of grasp very quickly. (laughs) Like it was, not going to be something that I could hold on for very long and so I would try to hold on <clears throat> to it for longer than needed for me and I would even know that it was time to let go or it was time to move on or or just this understanding that we gotta we gotta go from here And I felt so scared to leave that because I didn't know how long I'd stay in the darkness before I got to experience that again. And so I wanted that all the time or as much as I could humanly make happen in my life. And so as I was writing about this yesterday, I sort of had this realization that in the doing... Okay, are you ready? In the doing, we find our release. So we let it out. I was talking about how my emotions, how my passion and excitement didn't really have a home to live in anymore. And so they were buried down in my body. Back when I got to express myself physically as an athlete, they had an open, accepted home. There was no question that passion was necessary. In order to be successful in that realm. And I didn't. I could find a few places where that needed to live. But by and large. There was no room for that. And then so it got buried. And. In the doing we find our release. is really just. Truth. That's where we let it out. That's where we let our light shine. And not even where we. expel anything pent up, because when we get to a place where we're evenly exploring the world, it it flows out naturally. We're not in and experiencing these highs and lows. We're not in meetings where we're manic and pressing and making sure that this happens because we haven't had the ability to express ourselves in such a long time, this feels like something that we can push all that built-up pressure to. Right? Maybe that's just me. No, it's more people. And so when we pull that back, when we find something to do that allows us to naturally release that, that allows us to flow evenly through life, right, whatever that is, and you'll find it, It really just comes with finding where your light flows, where you feel it come out, where you feel that burning of excitement, of love for what it is that you're doing. You'll find that as you keep exploring. And so in the doing, we find our release. In the being, we find our peace. And they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Because we can't really walk through into our true being in this world if we aren't able to evenly release and express the person we truly are on this planet. And the reason that those feel like highs and lows is probably because there's pieces That you aren't using. There are pieces that you have completely turned off. Because you have been told that they didn't need to exist in this world. That there was no place for a person like that in this world. And so getting back to a place of being means bringing all those pieces to the surface. Allowing them to flow and play through your life somewhere. In some facet, giving them a home, giving them ability to weave in and out of all the things that you're doing. And so while I started thinking that the doing would heal me, it was the being that ended up healing me, that ended up getting me that consistent level of happiness and peace that I was so fighting for in the very beginning. And you can't know these things, right? And I'm helping to guide a couple of people through this experience right now. And it's sort of just continuing to allow them to weave in and out, to feel and experiment with light-giving activities, to name it, to talk about it, to pick through what brings out your light and what doesn't, to pick through what excites you and what doesn't, to just continue exploring those things. Because the doing gives us the release. So eventually, we'll figure out What's light giving? What's light bringing for us? Eventually, we find that. And I think a lot of people get distracted in this place because they're trying to fit a market need, which is a really smart business move. But when we're focused on finding a market need, we tend to lose ourselves. And we create something that likely already exists. When we're trying to find and fit a market, we're not out in front of it. Innovating, creating something that's never been here before. Thinking about what people need before they even need it. And it's okay. You can find your light in either place. But some of us... want to create and follow their light and the result of that is the creation of something new and different that people don't even know they need yet and those people have to find somewhere in them a level of patience that didn't exist before but the beauty is once you get into that full release, once you get into that full expansion and expression of yourself, you don't have to ask for patience because you're just being. And the value of just being is that unrelenting peace that pulses through your veins. And so It isn't a place to get. It's a place to be. And the beauty is you're already capable of being there right now. And so when I talk about surrendering to your story, it really is the acceptance of the full being that you are today. And then the uncovering of things that you have covered out, up, or told yourself couldn't exist, didn't need to exist, was no good And letting those things rise back up to the surface. Giving them an outlet to exist in this world again. To rediscover your light. Remember when you were in school? And you tried art. And you tried singing or band or athletics. And you tried all of these things. And they all felt good in some way. And there... We were in a community. We were cultivating you to be able to experience all those things. To then decide that you were an adult. You're an adult. It's time for those silly, frilly, wonderful little things that you did to fall off. Get serious. Make a decision. What is it that you want? And if you're really smart and being guided really well, you'll decide something that also has the ability to make you money. Those are your choices. Become an adult. Bury those things. There's no place for them here. Move in to misery. Move out of happiness and your right to choose and just let life beat you senseless. And I'm going to go ahead and say, let's pick those things back up. Because when were we told, and I've explored this with a couple of um, (laughs) teenagers as of late. When were we told that in order to keep doing something, we needed to be good at it? When was that an expectation? Why would that be an expectation? Do you just enjoy it? Do you enjoy doing it? Do you have the ability to continue doing it? Then let's keep doing. Let's not set these expectations so high and so unrealistic. The real challenge, the real task at hand, is to find... What releases each gift? What gives you a chance to express that? Where do you see that piece of you? The wonderful, beautiful piece of you that maybe was beaten into in existence, But existence, will we'll get there. <laughs> we'll remember. What are you doing that allows you to express that side of yourself? What are you doing to release that pent-up energy? And some of it, right, in the beginning stages of this, is going to look like a lot of anger-focused energy. And so if you start off maybe venturing down this path of wanting to seek happiness and all you find is pent-up energy, anger and energy you might be feeling like you're going down the wrong road but I will go ahead and tell you you're headed down the right road there's a bunch of energy in there that doesn't know how to exist in this world and so when you sort of tap back into it and you say hey I want you again well it's like us oh excuse me No, you do not. And it creates all this conflict, and you go a little bit back and forth, like, Yeah, I want you, but then "Ah, I don't know if I want everybody to know that I want you. And so you're still containing it in a way. And I want to find a place where we can open up those containers and we can explore what expression looks like here and now with the person we've allowed ourselves to become, with the person we're going to have. To remove those restrictions, those containers, in order to get into the full expression of self. The real self. Not the one-fourth self that the world identifies with and says is okay. The 100% self that you identify with and says it's wonderful. That's where we want to get you we don't want you to be in this world walking around 50% today because you have a bunch of business meetings tomorrow we're a fourth because you have your meeting with your family this weekend you're all the way down to a third because that's where it's most restricted i don't want us to weave in and out of our expression and never get to 100% and i don't want for you what i was experiencing which was a major wave. And if you're into statistics like I am, like the nerdy statistics person that I am, you would understand that major drops and highs aren't good. If we're doing great, kind of depending on what the measure is, but for the most part with those charts, if we're doing great, the best would be a consistent drip, and even better would be a consistent drip up. And so, we don't want highs and lows. We don't want you containing yourself so much, operating as a fourth of the human that you are meant to be in this world, that the second that someone opens the doors and says, No, bring me all of you, bring me all of you, you come bubbling out uncontrollably. You move into a consciousness that you are completely unconscious because you haven't experienced it in so long you don't even know who you are as that human anymore and so how do we take someone in to a place of being well we start with what we know and right now we have a very good understanding as a human species, on how to do. And so we get you back to doing related to the things that you find exciting, related to things that used to light you up. We trial and error, we test things out. People want to run through this because that's who we've been told to be. Hurry up, make a decision. You're about to be an adult. We need to decide by now. We can't just keep frolicking and testing for the rest of our lives. And some of us are literally just meant to be frolickers and testers. I remember never, ever wanting to decide. It seemed so definite. It almost seemed like a life sentence. I have to pick one thing forever. Yep, Hannah, that's just what you do you got to decide. And I remember people coming through my graduation line and me just being like, I am playing volleyball. That's really the only thing that I know that excites me right now. Um, That's what I'm doing. And most people's response to that was, well, you can't do that forever. So, and at that point I was like, no, I certainly can because I could play volleyball. After I'm done playing volleyball, I can go on and coach and I could just do that forever. And from the coaching will come the success, and from the success will come the opportunities to write the books, to to speak, to do all the things that I envisioned for my life. And I let those voices tell me that I wasn't capable of making that happen for my life, and I cowered back down. And eventually, I buried pieces of myself that I was told didn't belong, couldn't find a place in this world outside of athletics. And so I let myself live in these extreme highs and lows. I let myself express my authentic, true self in my very, very part-time head coaching job, And even when I was there, I was bubbling over because I was so excited to be there, to be doing that work, to be able to still express some portion of this person because it was important, because it was an important part of my being. And that's really where we got to get you back to the doing, the finding, finding what feels good as a release and the continuing to test that and as children, we sort of lessen, but as we age, right, we lessen the blow, the, the expectation. We sort of say, just try it, just have fun. And then as we age, we add on all these expectations. Well, you'd have to be performing at this level in order to continue doing it. You'd have to have some semblance of success for us to even keep investing in this for you. Let's get back to the light. Let's get back to the having fun. And as I'm guiding people through this right now, that's hard as an adult to get back to finding what lit you up and what lights you up in your current reality. But again, in the doing, we find our release. In the being, we find our peace. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, posts with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the death of a dream also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out. Thank you.